This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, another step toward paid parental leave for federal employees. Congress also wants to give some relief to military families living in housing with poor conditions. GSA underreported how much money the government spent on federal real estate. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the federal newscast. I'm Eric White. Federal employees would get access to 12 weeks of paid parental leave starting in October 2020 if Congress passes this year's defense authorization bill. The paid parental leave is separate from the unpaid Family and Medical Leave Act time employees currently have. Paid parental leave can't accumulate or carry over from year to year, and employees must agree to spend at least 12 additional weeks working at their agencies after taking leave. Employee groups and lawmakers are calling the paid parental leave agreement historic and life-changing for the federal workforce. House Oversight and Reform Committee Chairwoman Carolyn Maloney, along with other House Democrats, say the new benefits should set the stage for further family and medical leave benefits nationwide. And in that final version of the 2020 Defense Authorization Bill, there's more than 50 provisions addressing the military's privatized housing issues. The bill creates a tenant bill of rights that protects service members from retaliation, gives them access to an electronic maintenance portal, and allows them an option for dispute resolutions. The bill also gives the Defense Department more avenues to punish companies who are not keeping homes up to standard. Military service members nationwide have reported lead paint, mice, mold, and other substandard living conditions in their privatized homes. Congress is also putting more on the DOD CIO's plate through the Defense Authorization Bill. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with details. DOD's Chief Information Officer will have a much busier 2020 as lawmakers added new and old responsibilities to its plate. In the fiscal 2020 National Defense Authorization Act passed Monday, Congress is giving back to the CIO's office oversight over all of DOD's business systems. Lawmakers took that responsibility away in 2018. The NDAA also requires the DOD CIO to brief the House and Senate committees by February 3rd on its plan to optimize its IT and cyber budget development processes. I'm Jason Miller. Congress is intervening in the Defense Department's plan to reform its system for moving military families. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. U.S. Transportation Command wants to award a single managed service contract to oversee all of the military's household goods moves rather than contracting with movers one at a time. But after successful lobbying by the moving industry, Congress added a provision in this year's defense authorization bill that would at least delay the changes. It requires Transcom to deliver a business case analysis for the global household goods contract and delay the award until April. Vendors submitted their bids last month. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Senators Ron Wyden and Bernie Sanders are demanding more accountability from the Pentagon after it recently finished its second audit. They want the Defense Department to focus less on the obvious problems and instead look at reducing the number of material weaknesses which have greater impact on DOD's overall financial management. DOD found 25 material weaknesses in the most recent audit. The Pentagon has awarded Lidos a $6.5 billion 10-year contract to help run the backbone of its communications networks. Lidos was one of three bidders for the next phase of the Global Solutions Management Operations Procurement. It's also the incumbent vendor for the current GSMO contract, administered by the Defense Information Systems Agency. Virtual Veterans Appeals Hearing should be available nationwide next year. 
The Veterans Affairs Department says the capability is based on its popular VA Video Connect telehealth app. VA began testing virtual hearings over the summer. The Board of Veterans Appeals has held 155 successful virtual hearings so far. VA Secretary Robert Wilkie says the new capability will allow veterans who otherwise would have had to cancel their hearing appointments to participate and get a decision. Bipartisan leadership of the House Modernization Committee looks to put nearly 30 of its recommendations into practice. The Moving Our Democracy and Congressional Operations Towards Modernization Act would reestablish the Office of Technology Assessment and streamline House human resources functions. The bill would also improve orientation and continuous learning opportunities for members and their staffs. Following a House floor vote, the committee will work with the House Administration Committee to implement the recommendations. In tracking data to shrink the government's real property footprint, the General Services Administration and the Office of Management and Budget underreported cost-per-square-foot data for agency-owned and leased buildings. The Government Accountability Office found the agencies excluded more than $271 million in building costs per year between fiscal 2015 through 2018. GAO recommends GSA work with OMB to use actual cost information to calculate the average cost-per-square-foot for GSA-managed space. GSA is starting to prepare contractor and other external systems for the move to a new unique identifier for contractors by December 2020. The agency released two new Application Programming Interfaces, or APIs, to let systems more easily interface with and pull data from beta.sam.gov. Before the end of December, GSA also will release its testing plan and issue the updated technical specifications for these external systems. President Donald Trump expects to nominate a sixth member to serve on the Postal Service's Board of Governors. Trump's pick, William Zoller, serves on the Board of Directors at Cerner and previously worked as the President and CEO of the transportation and logistics business YRC Freight. The board reached a quorum for the first time in nearly five years when the Senate confirmed three new members this summer. The board will select a new Postmaster General after the agency's current head, Megan Brennan, retires in January. And two agencies up in the air appoint new people to crucial positions. Here's Federal News Network's Tom Temin with more. At the Federal Communications Commission, Francisco Salguero is the new chief information officer, a 14-year employee of the FCC. Earlier, he worked at Contractor SAIC. At NASA, Robert Pierce becomes the new associate administrator for Aeronautics Research Mission Directorate, losing the acting before the title. A 30-year NASA employee, Pierce will oversee projects such as new air vehicle concepts and airspace operations research. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. (music) 